Welcome to Boomocracy, Episode 3. I am your host, Boomer Justin. We're going to jump right into it. I apologize for not having any episodes over the last week. Um, I was recovering from COVID. Yes, I got COVID. Wait, that doesn't make any sense. I'm here right now talking to you. I should be dead, no? I mean, it's the scariest pandemic ever. In fact, my whole family got COVID. And contrary to the popular narrative that the fake media, the fake news media has been pushing forward on all of us, creating fear, forced fear and panic among the masses, is that we were going to be hospitalized and we were going to die. But just the opposite happened. I probably had it the worst, but I've been known to be a bit of a man baby, as a lot of men are when it comes to getting sick. Luckily, I had my awesome wife to take care of me. I, you know, did the right thing. I, I quarantined myself in my house. Now, I don't know how much that helped. We don't have HEPA filters, you know, to, to get rid of the uh, particulates in the air. Uh, the COVID virus from spreading throughout our air conditioning system and getting everybody else sick. But my six-year-old got it. My 14-year-old son got it. My 12-year-old daughter got it. My wife got it. Did I miss anybody? Is my 10-year-old son? I got four kids. They all got it. My wife got it. So it's kind of like I had it. I was kind of quarantined for supposed to be 10 days, but I was in there for eight days. By uh, day eight, it's when my wife started to feel sick, and so she ended up uh, taking my spot, and then I kind of played Mr. Mom for a little bit, best as I could. I think I did okay. I fed her. I gave her three square meals a day, occasionally a little water, keep her from getting dehydrated. But no, honestly, uh, for me, the, the the worst thing were the chills and the fever, um, the constant cold and then sweating, and... Obviously, losing your taste and smell is a total bummer, and I have some of that back. Um, it's probably like 25%. I can taste cold things. Cold things, uh, I taste a little bit better um, than warm things. And generally, when I start out eating something, I can taste it at the beginning, and then it kind of just blends in and fades out. So it's kind of like I start out tasting something, and then it's gone. And my smell is very limited, Um some things that I feel should smell or taste a certain way don't quite taste exactly the way I remember them. Um, but I think all that stuff is going to come back as my sensory cells in my nose and my olfactory uh, gets, gets you know, jiving again and working together. So I'm doing well. Thank you all who reached out to me on TikTok, at uh, Boomer Justin, to wish me happy thoughts and happy health and were worried about me, but I pulled through. Good old natural immunity, by the way. You won't find that in the vaccine definition any anymore these days. Why is it you think that they, uh, why they're changing definitions? Why they tell us to follow the science while they actively change it right under your nose. Yeah, they got rid of the word immunity. Why would they do that? It's almost like as if they don't want to admit that your body, your immune system can do great, wonderful things for you in combating viruses and different bacteria. They got to get rid of that word immunity so that they can force boosters. 
They can force those boosters on you. Every five or six months, folks, three, four, five, six months, eat a couple pills, do this, do that. You got to get your boosters. Never mind the antibodies that you can develop from your own immune system doing its job. I mean, personally, my experience, okay, now I am a lab scientist. I had my COVID antibodies tested about a week after recovering from COVID. My value, now a positive value, so basically showing that you have some sort of antibody action going on, that you're actually infected with COVID, at our laboratory says states that anything greater than 0.03 means that you had COVID and you've developed antibodies. Well, my number was 51.98. Let's call it an even 52. Okay, 0.03 is positive. I was at a 52. Someone else I know had the same test done and they didn't have natural immunity. They got the vaccine. They had a number in the 20s. I was more than double the amount of antibodies than the person who got the vaccine. No wonder they need a booster after their protein spike immunization. It's a failed vaccine, folks. It's a failed vaccine. It doesn't work the way that it's intended or the way that they want it to work. Well, maybe it is actually working the way they they intend it to work, which is not work. So they can continue to shut down livelihoods so they can continue to control you. Oh, I'm sorry. You can't enter this grocery store today. You don't have your five-month booster. But once you get the booster, here's your here's your freedom back. Enjoy your freedom. I ask you this. How can they take away something that you have? And that's freedom. You, sh- you should have freedom in the first place. But no, they're, they're going to revoke your freedom. <laughs> you know, I was talking to a good friend today at work. And he said something really, 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 really. Now, he says a lot of intelligent things. I, you know, I could consider him. You know what? For, for all intents and purposes, he is, he's like, he's like a Yoda. He's like a Republican conservative Yoda. And I shall not give you my, my, my secret Yoda story. So he's Yoda. Okay. So he tells me, he says, you know, he says, that's fine. Let them restrict access into restaurants and stores to people who are unvaccinated. Let's restrict it to just vaccinated people. You have to be vaccinated to to come into my establishment and eat. So all the unvaccinated people are just like, you know what? Fine. Screw it. I'll go home. I'll eat at home. I'll save some money. And we'll see which one goes under first. We'll see which, we'll see who benefits better more. The lack of my business in your establishment or me saving some money at home. Let's see who ends up better. See, he's a wise, he's a wise old sage. He's not super old. But he's, you know, he's, he, he, I guess he could be Yoda old to some. He's a good friend. <laughs> it's all about control, folks. Always has been, always will be. And once you give the government control over something, they will not give it back unless you forcefully take it back from them. Okay. Okay. Nikki Minaj, Nikki Minaj. She's a hot topic right now. 
wildly successful, popular rapper. She's not so popular right now. She's feeling the effects of questioning the narrative, of using your brain, having your own opinion and thought that goes against the popular opinion, at least in the news media, in the fake news media cycle, and Hollywood. So she says, I'm not going to the Met Gala because I don't want to get the vaccine. They're forcing people to get the vaccine if they want to go. I want to see more research. My cousin's fiance got the vaccine and his, and his, and his nuts, his balls swole up. He got swollen nuts. <laughs> he became impotent and he got swollen nuts. And it affected the marriage, the proposed marriage. And Nikki's like, I don't want none of that. I don't want, I don't want any of that. And as soon as she speaks up and out against it, she feels the wrath of CNN, of the Washington Compost, of the New York Slimes, of every news media outlet and news channel TV station. Oh, they are just doing what they do best, and that's tearing down and destroying someone, trying to invalidate her opinion as an American. Last I checked, you're allowed to have your opinion. You're allowed to want to see more research and data to support that something you're going to put into your body is safe. Now, I'm not anti-vax. I've gotten plenty of vaccines. I was active duty Navy. I was a corpsman. One of the vaccines I got was anthrax. The anthrax vaccine. Most people don't or have ever got it. Bacillus anthracis. It's super deadly. Ooh, I don't like to whisper like that. That's like that's like a Joe Biden thing. Get vaccinated. It, I don't like it. It's creepy. It shouldn't happen. He needs to stop it. Um, but Bacillus anthracis, anthrax, if you get it, you know, a cutaneous infection, if it, if it breaks the skin barrier, the mortality rate for anthrax is like 25%. You have a 25% chance of dying. If you ingest it, if you eat it, your odds, your chances of dying go up. It's like 25 to 50 or 75%. It's a ridiculous number. If you inhale it, the pulmonary route into your lungs, you have an 80% plus chance of succumbing to it, dying. That's why I chose to get it. And it's been around since 1970. Has given people some digestive issues and things like that, but... You're around to still eat food and have digestive issues because you're alive. Whereas COVID and the COVID vaccination, you have a 99 plus percent chance of surviving this thing. It's very, very high. The mortality is incredibly low. So I weigh those options. I weigh the fact that there isn't enough data, that there isn't enough research, that there are no real long-term studies to this thing and say, it's not worth me getting or my family getting. I'd rather risk the long-term COVID uh, 
repercussions. Uh, they say that there's these things that can happen to you down the road if you get COVID. And uh, you know what? I think in five to 10 years, we'll see who ends up with more COVID-related problems. The people who got a rushed vaccine, a people who got the FDA-approved vaccine series, boosters, pills. We'll see who's having more problems then. Me or them. Me or them. I, for one, trust my immune system and its ability to fight infection and viruses. So back to Nicki Minaj. She says she wants more research and that, (laughs) I say again, her cousin's fiance had the vaccine and his nuts got big, got swollen, swollen balls. (gasps) Dr. Fauci, of course, God, that guy just loves to pop up and start talking. Dr. Fauci comes out and says, well, Nikki, you know, you really shouldn't be making these unfounded claims about swollen testicles because there hasn't been any research or data to support. You know, you have to follow the science. You can't really follow the science here. There's not really anything to support your claims. You should probably not do it. And this is an effort, Jen Psaki and the White House, you know, White House press secretary reaching out to Nicki Minaj to like clarify her any questions that she might have. Why is the White House reaching out? What is this 1940s Gestapo-esque Germany? The government's got to reach out and silence your opinion. What, what are you, Jen Psaki? I know you like, you know, you have a picture of wearing like, you know, the Russian hat. With the sickle, you communist. Stalin would be proud with this administration and this government. Joseph Stalin would be proud. Silence the opposition at all costs. So that's what they're doing to Nikki. They are canceling her in culture. They are just canceling her because she because she went against, because she questioned. She's asking the right questions and they cancel her like that. Boom. It's all it takes. Dr. Fauci, there's not really any research to make those claims about swollen testicles. Well, I don't know, Dr. Fauci. Maybe you should start researching swollen balls as a result of getting the vaccination, impotence as a result of getting the vaccination. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, and here's a novel idea. Dr. Fauci, start with the dude that Nikki's talking about. Start with his swollen nuts. Check his balls. Actually, put out a call for balls. Tell everybody. I need you to come in. I need to, I need to, I need to check your balls. Did you get the vaccine? How are your nuts? Are they big? Are they swollen? How do you feel? (laughs) You can't say there's no research or data when you're not actively researching it. And you're not compiling the data. Do you know who is compiling data? Scientists who believe that natural immunity actually exists and your T-cells do their job. There was a, a study 
The Singapore study, News Medical Life Sciences. I want to read this article to you. Okay, and this is in support of your body. So T cell is like a memory cell. And I'll explain I'll, I'll explain that a little bit more here in the article. But basically, your body remembers viruses and different infections, so it can fight it. So if you if you come across it again, it fights it easier. It fights it more better. Okay? And I like my immune system fighting more better. Singapore study finds virus specific T cell immunity in recovered COVID-19 and SARS patients. Emily Emily Henderson, okay? July 16, 2020. The T cells along with antibodies are an integral part of the human immune response against viral infections due to their ability to directly target and kill infected cells. That is a good thing, folks. A Singapore study has uncovered the presence of virus-specific T-cell immunity in people who recovered from COVID-19 and SARS, as well as some healthy study subjects who had never been infected by either virus. The study by scientists from Duke and U.S. Medical School, Duke, folks, Duke, they tell us to follow the science, and then they disregard studies like this. Duke is widely renowned. Their medical program, if you get into their medical program, you're top notch. You're like, you're like one of the best. Okay, you're like John Hopkins level. In close collaboration with the National University of Singapore, Yong Lu Lin School of Medicine, Singapore, General Hospital and National Center for Infectious Diseases, was published in Nature. The findings suggest infection and exposure to coronaviruses induces long-lasting memory T-cells, which could help in the management of the current pandemic and in vaccine development against COVID-19. Folks, true research to develop a vaccine that actually works. Okay. I continue. The team tested subjects who recovered from COVID-19 and found the presence of SARS-CoV-2 specific T-cells in all of them, which suggests that T-cells play an important role in this infection. Importantly, the team showed that patients who recovered from SARS-17 years ago after the 2003 outbreak still possess virus-specific memory T-cells and displayed cross-immunity to SARS-CoV-2. 17 years ago, folks, the Singapore study shows that people who were infected 17 years ago still possess virus-specific memory T-cells and cross-immunity. Why are we not talking more about this? How do you get such great immune response? By getting coronavirus and fighting it naturally. Professor Antonio Bertoletti from Duke, Emerging Infectious Diseases. Okay, he was also a corresponding author of this study. Our team also tested uninfected healthy individuals and found SARS-CoV-2 
specific T cells in more than 50% of them. This could be due to cross-reactive uh, immunity obtained from exposure to other coronaviruses, such as those causing the common cold or presently unknown animal coronaviruses. It is important to understand if, if this could explain why some individuals are able to better control the infection. Associate Professor Tan Yi Ju from Department of Microbiology and Immunology at NUS Yang Lu Lin School of Medicine and Joint Senior Principal Investigator. Sounds pretty official. Institute of Molecular and Cell Biology. We have also initiated follow up studies on the COVID 19 recovered patients to determine if their immunity, as shown in their T cells, persists over an extended period of time. This is very important for vaccine development and to answer the question about reinfection. While there have been many studies, now this is, this is um, Associate Professor Jenny Lau, Senior Consultant, Department of Infectious Diseases, uh, again, Duke. While there have been many studies about SARS-CoV-2, there is still a lot we don't understand about the virus yet. What we do know is that T cells play an important role in the immune response against viral infections and should be assessed for their role in combating SARS-CoV-2, which has affected many people worldwide. Hopefully, our discovery will bring us a step closer to creating an effective vaccine. Meaning, there's not an effective vaccine right now, folks. Highly educated, highly intelligent scientists at the University of Duke, along with the Yong Lulin School of Medicine in Singapore, are saying that there's still not an effective vaccine. Mark Chen Aicheng, Dr. Mark Chen Aicheng, I apologize if I'm saying this wrong, and Sid. NCID, National Center of Infectious Diseases. Oh, wait, wait, I said that wrong. I totally said that wrong. Botched it. Botched it. National Center for Infectious Diseases. NCID. Was heartened by the tremendous support we received from many previous SARS patients for this study. Their contributions, 17 years after they were originally infected, helped us understand mechanisms for lasting immunity to SARS-like viruses and their implications for developing better vaccines against COVID-19 and related viruses. The team will be conducting, conducting a larger study of exposed uninfected subjects to examine whether T-cells can protect against COVID-19 infection or alter the course of infection. They will also be exploring the potential therapeutic use of SARS-CoV-2 specific T cells. Real science, real doctors, look up the Singapore study on SARS and COVID and T cells. Read it for yourself. Digest it any way that you need. But realize that this information is being kept from you. They don't want you to think that you can fight this thing on your own and win. That you need the vaccine. That you need the boosters. You don't. You absolutely do not. Okay. I'll go a little further into this. Okay. This vaccine that they're giving. Brings out the worst in you. Let me explain. Doctors 
If you have a clotting disorder, we'll advise and recommend that you not get the, the COVID vaccine because of clotting problems with the vaccine. Why is that? Why? Why, after getting this vaccine, does it affect clotting mechanisms within the body? Is it nanoparticles? Is it, is it like, are, is, is that what happens? And you got these little particles that like form in your lungs or in, in your legs or, and, and they just build up and create these clots that your body can't pass, that your body can't break down properly. And then all of a sudden you have a pulmonary embolism that breaks free and you, and then you have to go to the hospital or you die in the hospital. Think about this. Think about this. So where I work, where many, play, many laboratories run a D-dimer. Okay, a D-dimer test is used to find out if you have a blood clotting disorder. Different disorders that you might think of or that you might know or that you might have heard is like DVT, deep vein thrombosis. Get up and move when you're on the airplane. You don't want to get a DVT clot, right? It's a blood clot that's deep inside a vein. They usually affect the lower legs. That's why they want you to move your legs and stuff on an airplane. Um, but they can also happen in other parts of the body. A pulmonary embolism, or PE, is you might see it written, is a blockage in your artery or your lungs. It usually happens when the blood clot in another part of the body breaks loose and travels to the lungs. DVT clots are actually a common cause of PEs, pul pulmonary embolism. Breaks free in your legs, travels until it can't travel no more. And that's where you end up with problems, like strokes. Those clots move, boom! No blood flow to certain parts of the brain. Disseminated intravascular coagulation. It's also called DIC. It's a condition that causes too many blood clots to form. They can form throughout the body, causing organ damage and other serious complications. DIC may be caused by traumatic injuries or certain types of infections or cancer. One thing that I've noticed, and this is just me, I work in a laboratory. I see what we run every single day. We used to not run very many D-dimers. All of a sudden, we're running tons of D-dimers on patients that are getting admitted into the hospital, especially ones that have COVID, especially ones that I will go out on a limb and say are vaccinated. There's an uptick in the D-dimer test because these folks are ending, they're getting blood clotting disorders. They're getting blood clots. And here's the thing. If, if doctors are generally, if, if Dr. Fauci is concerned about the public, the general health, which he's not, which he proved years ago with his HIV botch, which the guy should already be tried and in prison. Look up Dr. Fauci HIV and you'll see what I'm talking about. But I won't get into that right now. The point I'm trying to make here is if a doctor will advise you to not get the vaccine because you have a blood clotting disorder, how many people in the general public know that they have a clotting disorder? How many people do you know that don't even go to the doctors? So how can you, in a good conscience, force or not good conscience force, in a good conscience, recommend people get a vaccination that's known to cause blood clotting disorders. If you don't know people have blood, people might not know that they have this condition. You're telling them to get the vaccine. All of a sudden, they've got a blood clot that's traveled to their brain and they're stroking out. Dying from pulmonary embolisms. DIC. It's 
criminal. And the real studies, the real research in 5 to 10, 15, 20 years will show that the people that resisted, that did not comply with this bogus, phony vaccine that doesn't work, and it's million of boosters that don't work, will show that people that resisted and didn't comply and didn't get this vaccine, that, they, that we're healthier, that we have less things that we were impacted by COVID-19 itself because we're not battling all this crap in this vaccine. And also, the deaths are skewed. They talk about all these unvaccinated deaths in hospital. They, but they fail to tell you is that someone who gets the vaccine and dies within the first day, first like 14 days of getting the vaccine, they're considered unvaccinated because they didn't get the full regime. So they could have gotten the vaccine, died from the vaccine, but they still consider it an unvaccinated death with COVID or from COVID. They could very easily delineate whether or not they got a full series of shots, whether they got four, five, six, seven boosters, but they're not going to do that because that's going to play against their narrative that would disprove what they're saying. So someone who gets the vaccine can be listed as an unvaccinated case or death. These are the games that they're running, folks. Again, it's criminal. Back to Nicki Minaj for uh, Nicki Minaj for a second. The fact that she's red pilling and basing like 70 million followers really, really, really has the mainstream media up in arms. They are in a tizzy. They don't know what to do. Other people like Randy Jackson are following suit, supporting Nicki Minaj and her courage to stand up against the vicious news media cycle that is actively trying to tear her down. They look into her past. They're trying to (laughs) like Rolling Stone. They're just trying to discredit her. If we just discredit her, then it doesn't matter if she has a rational uh, thought that can get out to a lot of people. You know, Rolling Stone writes last week, Nicki Minaj's husband, Kenneth Petty, pleaded guilty to failure to register as a sex offender after moving from New York to California. Now, yeah, sex offender sounds bad. We don't know the ins and outs of that case. I don't know at first glance. Do they go into it more? I'm not trying to defend him. I'm just saying his actions, his actions affect Nicki Minaj's opinion. Something that he did discredits anything that Nicki Minaj says. Does that mean Bill Clinton discredits anything that Hillary Clinton says? <laughs> I better be careful. Can't so can't say those names on the airways. Don't want to end up dead. If it happens, not suicidal. I love my life. I love my family. You heard it here. And in August, this is Rolling Stone still, the rapper was sued alongside Petty for intimidation by the women. Petty attempted to rape in 1994. Okay. Attempted to rape in 1994. Was, I still don't, I don't, I don't see the charges. 
There I am whispering again like Biden. Yet all the internet can talk about this week is her cousin's friend's balls. And now Minaj is taking the matter all the way to the White House, or at least she claims she is. No, the White House is reaching out to her, desperately trying to get her on the narrative and back on track. Jen Psaki and her communist socialist self. Little Stalin. Little Stalin trying to make Daddy Stalin proud. Way to go, Jen. Circle back to communism. Yeah, we'll circle back to that. Every every time I see that picture of her wearing that sickle and hammer uh, hat, pink hat, I just want to like reach through and just rip it off and just punch it off her head. Not punch her. Punch the hat. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan gets COVID and like test negative in like four days or three days or something crazy like that. How? What did he do? Did he get the vaccine? No, he did not. <sighs> List of treatment includes. This is from New York Times. Monoclonal antibodies, which have been shown to protect COVID patients at risk of becoming gravely ill. Prednisone, steroid widely accepted as a COVID treatment. Vitamin drip and ivermectin. Ivermectin. And even in this, it says a drug primarily used as a veterinary dewarming agent. And that the Food and Drug Administration has warned COVID-19 patients against taking the drug. Hmm. Interesting. It seems like they're failing to mention that ivermectin won a Nobel Peace Prize in 2015 for its study in use in humans. So it's good enough for a Nobel, but not good enough for you. It doesn't make any sense, folks. Now, yes, ivermectin, or you might have heard it as horse goo or horse paste or horse dewormer, because they won't call it by its regular name because that just sounds too formal, like it might help you. They're going to discredit it and just say, well, it's only used in, uh, you know, cases in horses against nematodes um, and parasites. I ask you this. I pose this question to you. How do we know any medicine helps or treats anything? You got jungle guy in the Amazon walking through the forest. Amazon guy walking through the forest. Stubs his toe on a root. Ouch. Hurts. Doesn't feel good. Ow. There's a little bit of blood. I'm bleeding. Get me something to fix it. I'm in the forest. (laughs) Wow. I'm in the forest. So Amazon guy pulls a leaf off of a tree. An unknown tree. It has a weird oil on the leaf. He takes the leaf, places it against his cut. The oil saturates into his bloodstream from his cut on his stub toe. That stops the bleeding. The leaf stops the bleeding, but the oils enter his body and create this ultra high, you know, and all of a sudden his toe doesn't hurt anymore. So, so all of a sudden, so by mistake, 
in the rainforest, he stops the bleeding, but then takes care of the pain too. Because of this mystery oil that hasn't been researched or studied yet. It's taken away the pain. Joe Rogan, who tests negative for COVID after contracting the virus and beating it with vitamin drips and vitamin D and going outside and being active and exercising and ivermectin and monoclonal antibodies. Instead of scientists, instead of Dr. Fauci saying, well, let's look at what Joe Rogan did. Let's we owe it to the to the to the population of the to the people that are suffering and dying from COVID-19 or with COVID-19. Instead of them looking into what he did as a method to help other people beat this thing. And that's we won't talk about where it came from or who does develop. We know we know maybe another time. Instead of looking into how to help people, they're going to discredit Joe Rogan. They're going to make him look crazy, like he's taking horse paste. He's crazy. CNN even took his video that he posted, his social media video that he posted, explaining what he did and and why he had COVID-19 or or that he had COVID-19 and he fought it. And he's recovered well and he's doing great. Had really great color. Looked good. Looked good. Looked much better than Oscar De La Hoya in the hospital on his deathbed from COVID-19. On his deathbed. No, Joe Rogan beat the thing. Looked great. CNN takes that same video, applies a filter, like an Instagram filter. I don't know if it was Instagram. But they made him look yellow, like he was jaundiced, like his liver was shot. Made him look deathly ill. Said things like horse dewormer, horse paste. Made him look sick. Again, twisting the truth. Joe Rogan, even on his podcast, said, do I have to sue CNN? Yes, Joe. Sue them. And let's fire Dr. Fauci for not looking into what you did to beat this thing. What you did could help thousands of people recover faster and become stronger and develop T-cell natural immunity, long-lasting immunity that has been found in people that were infected 17 years ago, folks. And they're talking about a vaccine that that only lasts a couple months and that you need boosters. Get out of here with that. I'll take my natural immunity over that any day. Thank you. 17 years from now, Boomer Justin's going to be going strong while you get booster number 2000. Get out of here. Again, it's criminal. It's criminal. <laughs> Good for you, Joe Rogan. I'm glad that you've recovered. And yes, you should sue them. Here's something else. Oh, gosh. I've got two more things to talk about. Two more things. Back to Nicki Minaj. Article from iNews. The Nicki Minaj vaccine row shows why we shouldn't expect celebrities to be spokespeople for social issues. Are you for real? Are are you for real right now? We should be holding our politicians to account to tell the truth, not celebrities. 
Somebody get Colin Kaepernick on speed dial. Somebody call up LeBron James. Somebody call up Alyssa Milano. Somebody call up Kathy Griffin. Somebody call up Robert De Niro. What's that loser uh, wears the New York Yankees hat? I love the Yankees. and It's a disgrace that he wears the hat. He thinks he's a comedian. He think, he ruined Prison Break, if you've ever watched Prison Break. He ruined that show. Oh, that's right. Michael Rappaport. <laughs> All these people that push social justice and social, you know, social justice warrior, social issues... And the, and, and the media and Hollywood just embraces it. LeBron James, LeBron James, Colin Kaepernick, BLM. There's BLM in every major league baseball stadium across the country, in every NFL stadium. It's, gonna, it's, on, it's on people's helmets. It's on people's jerseys. Meanwhile, D'Angelo Williams of the Pittsburgh Steelers got fined for like having something on his shoes that... You know, was in support of his mother, I believe, either succumbing to cancer or beating cancer. Cancer aware, bringing awareness. You know, he gets fined for that. But anyway, we shouldn't expect celebrities to be spokespeople for social issues. What? This is what they do every time. They speak out against something while actively doing it. And they're only saying this because Nicki Minaj is not falling in line. People, she's not following in line. She's not doing what they want. So they will literally say anything contrary regardless of what they do. And the history of what they do, it's right in front of you. (laughs) You can see it with your own eyeballs. It gives me a headache. It literally, it literally, it literally gives me a massive migraine, one of which I've never seen before. I've never felt before. It's an awful feeling. Probably should take some Tylenol. I don't know. They might say Tylenol is only good for use in snails. I don't know. Oh, last thing. Last thing I'd like to talk about tonight. Part of beating this thing, beating COVID, is getting outside. It's getting in the sun. It's vitamin D. It's not staying inside a darklit room, feeling sick and deathly and bad for yourself and not moving and not being active and then contracting pneumonia, going to the hospital and dying. No, get active, get moving. But, you know, instead of where, where, where all, where, where are all the commercials on TV telling people to be active, to work your lungs out, to not be sedative or wait, I said that wrong. To not live a sedimentary life, move, be active, exercise. It's good for your immune system. It's one of the best boosters for your immune system is exercise. The stress that your body goes through in exercise creates great immune response. 
No, instead, they're going to push the vaccine in free hamburgers and artery-clogging donuts and french fries. De Blasio in New York. Mm, this hamburger is so good. Get your vaccine. You can have one, too. No, I can still have one without the vaccine. Last I checked, it's still a free country. I can go get a burger right now, at least. Notice how there's not a push for this. Michelle Obama was quick to take food off kids' plates in cafeterias. Where is she now? Where is health-conscious Michelle Obama now? On TV. Get moving. Move your lungs. Breathe. Don't be, don't be sedentary. That's the word I was looking for. Don't be sedentary. Move. Be active. Give me your lunch. <laughs> no, instead it's let's, like the sheep you are, entice you to get vaccinated with a donut from Krispy Kreme or a burger from Burger King. Disclaimer, I don't know if Burger King was giving out free burgers. I do know Krispy Kreme was giving out donuts. I don't want to get I don't want to get the uh I don't want to get the Burger King reps on me. Hey, if you want to sponsor me, Burger King, I'm here. Okay? I'll eat a Whopper or two or three. Really shouldn't. They're so tasty. But they are bad for you. Sorry, Burger King. They're not calling me. I know they're not calling me now. (laughs) Guys, gals, T-cell immunity is a real thing. The news, this Biden administration, it's a sham. And I'm hoping it all crumbles here soon. But the real crumbling, okay, will be when the real science points to the fact that the vaccine doesn't work and that your immune system does against a super survivable virus that poses the smallest, most minute amount of risk towards the general healthy population in the world. Trust your immune system. Trust your T cells, your memory cells. Trust them. They will not lead you wrong. They will give you the best fighting chance now and later against other strains of the virus that are created from vaccinated individuals. Just a quick tidbit, and I'm no virologist, but to me it seems like basic virology. Why would a virus mutate itself to infect a host that it can already infect with the original strain, i.e. unvaxxed people? Why would a virus mutate to infect an unvaxxed person that it can just infect anyway? Nope, it is actively mutating because of all of your failed vaccines, and gajillion boosters that you're supposed to get. Just like if you use hand sanitizer too much and you end up with multi-drug resistant organisms because you're using hand sanitizer too much and you're not just washing your hands with soap and water. But get your vaccine. Get your free donut. Get your burger. Oh, and, and don't forget, don't forget your burger with your side of clots. Mmm, yummy, tasty. Get a little pulmonary embolism going, a little DIC action from your vaccine. (sighs) All right, guys. Well, 
it's been a blast. I appreciate you all. Um, we mentioned Nicki Minaj a lot. Keep your eyes on her. Hopefully she doesn't fall in line. Hopefully she doesn't uh, succumb to the mainstream media push to discredit her. Hopefully she stands strong. I may disagree with her on some social issues that she stands up for, but I can agree with her on this one, and that's what we're supposed to do. We're human beings. We don't agree with everything that everybody says or does. We can agree and disagree on different things. It's called reaching across the aisle. It's being a human being and not being a robot. This is Boomocracy. Appreciate every single one of you. Please, if you'd like to support the show, you can go on Patreon, support Boomer Justin on Patreon. You should be able to find me on Spotify, Anchor FM, hopefully soon Apple. Probably not. They're communist. (laughs) Uh, I should be. I should be soon. You guys are awesome. Have a... Have a splendid, great night. You're great patriots. I appreciate every single one of you. Good night. Something missing, left behind. Searching circles every time I try. I've been here.